Episode 10, everybody. Episode 10. Hello. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Are We Sure? Guys, this is episode 10. I know, like, that's a huge accomplishment. But hey, episode 10. Here we go. You know? I, uh... I just got home. Oh, and yeah, look at this, huh? I told you guys, like, Tuesday. And I felt unaccomplished doing that, especially since, like, the past two weeks. So I was like, nah, fuck that. I'll do that shit on Thursday. Right? Because I don't work tomorrow. I travel, which it's like work, pretty much. But I'm done by 9 o'clock. Well, 8 o'clock Chicago time, but 9 o'clock. So I got to be at the airport at, like... I don't know. What time are you going to be there for? Like 6 at the latest? I don't know. We start boarding at 6.40. But I don't have any luggage. And I already got my pass. I'll figure that out in a minute. But anyway, I felt bad. I was like, man, I can't believe I'm just going to do one in two weeks. Now I'm going to wait till Tuesday. And then, you know damn well, Tuesday, I'm working. And I'm going to come home and just not be feeling it. You know? And everything that we did on this upcoming weekend I would talk about and then it'd be like a, like I could have I could have put that in my podcast it's like a waste you know so anyway I just decided to do it today I'm going to release it tonight obviously I'll release it tonight so it's up um and um hopefully hopefully that's cool with everybody I hope you weren't waiting until Tuesday I did it sooner um guys I can't believe I have a uh, more followers, which is really cool. Um, a shit ton more listeners um, that I wish would follow. But, you know, they might not know how, so that's fine. Or they don't want to follow, which, whatever. Um, so that's pretty cool. It's cool. I had the comments on some on, on some of uh, the podcast. Um, I haven't checked email yet. Um, I'm hoping there's something in there. We'll see. We'll check that out in a little bit. I, uh... My ice maker quit working again, and when my ice maker quits working, what you have to do is, is you got to shut it off for like, I, I used to think it was like for a day, I'm like, well, just leave it off for a day, and we'll, we'll turn the bitch back on tomorrow, and it'll, it'll start pumping out ice again, for like a, two weeks, and you got to do it again. Come to find out, because I tested it like a couple weekends ago, you just have to shut it off for like an hour, and actually, it could be less than that. I tried doing it like, right away, like on off that didn't work and then I tried like flipping it on off on off on off that didn't work and then like I waited an hour and that worked but I could I, it could be 10 minutes well I think what I'm gonna do is set an alarm like a like a like a stopwatch and just time it every time like all right I did an hour let's try because I need to know what's the quickest the bad thing is it takes forever to make ice so you don't know you know you have to give it 20 minutes before you know if it worked so I'm gonna give it an hour today I'm gonna let that thing uh shut off for a while did I leave it off Watch me, watch, watch me do this fucking podcast. I'm gonna go back into my goddamn kitchen, open the freezer, and it's gonna still be on. I'm gonna be like, "Fuck!" Forgot to shut the motherfucker off. And most people are like, "Eh, it's just ice." But when you're a very experienced whiskey drinker, <laughs> who, a whiskey drinker who likes ice in his whiskey, you need it. But, but here's the cool thing. All right, so I don't have ice, right? But my sister bought me those rocks glass, those um, rocks. Um, you know, it's like the, I don't know what it's made out of, but it's like the square you keep frozen and you put it in your drink so your whiskey doesn't get watered down. 
and then you just refreeze it. And um, I only used them once. So, and I've had them ever since in my freezer. And so I open up my freezer and I'm like, well, no ice. I guess I don't need a drink. But I do. I need a drink for a few reasons. I need it. The fuck is that? I need a drink to um, sit here and talk to myself. Because it's not easy just talking to yourself without like a, you know, like a drink. So, but also I travel tomorrow. um, And this is kind of like my Friday. So, good thing is it's my last drink because I use the rest of my whiskey. But the good thing is that it's the last of my whiskey because anybody that travels uh, a good amount knows that flying hungover is one of the worst things you could possibly fucking do. It's 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 god awful. I did it once ish, once ish, maybe twice, and it's awful. Like just don't don't do that. If you don't do that. So that's why um, it's a good thing that this is all I have. You know, you know what though? I say that to you guys, but you know what's sad? As I know, there's a whole shit ton of vodka up there, and I'm not a vodka drinker. For some reason, I think that um, vodka drinkers. Simba, really? Sorry. For some reason, I think. Oh, I gotta tell you about Simba too in a minute. So I don't know why I put this like. This idea together. I have this idea. Not an idea, like a, a, a theory. All right? I guess we'll call it a theory. I have this theory that if you're an alcoholic on like beer or whiskey or like rum, you still go to work on time, you still kick ass, you know, and you're all right. And then my theory with that is vodka drinkers seem to be the ones that like fuck up. Like they don't show up to work at time on time. Um, they really start slacking at work. They really lose their drive. They lose their care. I think there's something in vodka that just makes people not give a shit. Now, I'm not saying that's it for everybody, but I've known a few people in the past, and and even friends, boyfriends, and stuff like that, and they're like, "Dude, he was great until he got hooked on vodka." Like, I, I don't know what is it, what or what it is with that, but I don't know. It's just a theory, guys. It's just a theory. Okay, there's no no facts here. It's just what I've noticed. In my 26 years on this earth. Okay, 29. 29 years on this earth. I won't be ashamed until I'm 30. So anyway, I guess my point is... I don't typically drink vodka. Okay? I don't usually drink vodka. Really ever. Um, unless it's like... Like a Bloody Mary. Right? Which everyone drinks fucking Bloody Marys. Well, I never used to. I actually... Man... I never liked Bloody Marys. I, d- I don't know why. I just didn't like them. And um, another, I, I, the guy who showed me something else um, was Mr. Sandona. And we go down to New Orleans. And he's like, look, there's this place with the best fucking Bloody Marys. And I'm like, all right, well, screw it. Let's check it out. So we go there. And I tasted it. And they were delicious. Okay, they were delicious. And from that day forward, I have loved having a nice fucking Bloody Mary. Um, now, those Bloody Marys, I haven't had one as good as those. She had this bacon-infused vodka that she made herself, the bartender, where she takes, she explained it to me that she takes a bunch of bacon, cooks a bunch of bacon, um, crushes it up, and puts it in a coffee pot. Um, 
well, not a coffee pot, but a coffee filter, and then um, pours the vodka on the bacon, and then it soaks down into the pot below, and then it's bacon-infused vodka. And I think that's how she said she did it. I'm pretty sure that's it. <clears throat> she might There might have been a step in there I missed, but that's pretty sure that's what that is. And obviously, I don't eat pork, but I drink it because it was phenomenal. It was... It, it, I. I had two, did I have two or three? <clears throat> I don't remember, but however many I did have was just enough to give me one of the best afternoon naps ever. So, and I woke up with some uh, new tattoos that day that um, I got while I was sleeping. So that was cool. Not real tattoos, temporary ones, like with a pen. But that was a good day. Those were some good Bloody Marys. So anyway, ever, ever since that day, I've really, really, really liked Bloody Marys. So um, I guess my whole rant here is... Yes, there's vodka in my kitchen. No, I don't normally drink it, but it's here. <laughs> it's there, and I'm not saying I'm going to touch it, but I am saying that if I'm feeling like this one drink didn't do it, you know, I've got options. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not out of luck yet, and I have Bloody Mary mix. I could just make a Bloody Mary tonight. So, you know, I got options. Uh, well... Yeah, no, I can make a Bloody Mary. I don't need fucking ice for Bloody... Well, then again, I might have that ice maker working soon. I actually might pause this in a little bit to go check and see if it made a cube or two. So, ha! Um, anyway, I did not mean to ramble on uh, about my alcoholism. Um, it's a disease, people, and the first step to solving it is having a drink and thinking about it. <laughs> um, Alright, so, episode 10... Um, episode 10, guys. Holy shit, right? Holy shit. Um, so I saw on Tom Segura's, I, I want to talk about this. I saw on Tom Segura, who, if you don't know who he is, he's a very funny fucking comedian, okay? If you don't know who he is, then Jesus, what's wrong with you? Um, he's got a Netflix special. Go check it out. Um, I believe he has two albums on Spotify. Go check it out. Very funny comedian. Um, I listen to his podcast, Your Mom's House, all the time. And... He posted that he was going to have a new tour coming out. And the second city on this tour is fucking Atlanta. And I say, get the fuck out of here. So and he releases a, he so he releases a little a little post on um face or um Instagram that says, Hey, here's my tour dates. Click here to get to the site to buy the tickets. Now, the tickets went on sale that fucking day. And this was like, I saw this at like 8 a.m., which is like 5 a.m. Cali time where he lives. So I'm like, oh, man, no one's going to have bought these yet. Um, so I go to his link, and I select my seats, and it says, we're sorry, no seats available. So I try again, I try again, I try again, and then I go to a fucking computer. I'm like, maybe this, this website's not smartphone friendly, which, why you have a website not smartphone friendly in 2016, almost 2017 is beyond me, but maybe that's the case. So, I go to a fucking computer, and I fucking look up the tickets. I go to the same fucking link, and it's like, no, these tickets aren't available. So, I'm thinking, like, these can't be sold out. So, I go to, like, StubHub, right? And fucking StubHub has the tickets. They say they have the tickets, right? You know how that shit works. They don't really have them yet. And it's like, oh, you want that seat? That seat's $380. And it's like, no fucking way. I went and saw Bill Burr for... 35 a piece, well, 38 a piece, 38.25 a piece, and he should have the most expensive tickets in 
in the industry. He should have the most expensive tickets as a comedian. No one should outbid him. So I'm like, there's no fucking way these tickets are 200 There's no way. I, I've gone to too many comedy shows. I know they're not 280 fucking dollars. So I'm like, no, that shit's fake. And so then I like click on it, and it's like, well, tickets are not available yet. But when, when they become available, we will send you your ticket. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Let me let me pay you, StubHub, $280 um, for the gamble that you might get me that ticket. Plus the fact that I could buy, like, six tickets, you know? So I was like, no. I'll just wait. Like, maybe they're just not available on t- like on Ticketmaster. Maybe Tom Segura was mistaken. So, I checked again fucking today, and it still says no tickets available. There's no way he sold out 5,000 seats in a day. Not even a day. Like, a few hours. There's, there's that's no fucking way. So, I'm getting pretty aggravated with that. But I'm going to get those fucking tickets. I gotta see Tom Segura. He's, like, the last... He's, like, the next comedian on my list to meet. Um, I don't know if it'll happen. But every other comedian's been panning out. You know, I'm at, uh, shit, Ari Shafir this year, um, Joe Bartnick this year, Paul Verzi this year, Bill Burr this year, actually, yeah, this year, I was thinking of Paul Verzi, maybe it was, no, that was this year, and then I'm at Four Shaw and Jim Jeffries, um, I should tell you a story about Jim Jeffries, it's pretty crazy, it was, uh, yeah, alright, hold on, I'll, t- I'll tell you that story, okay. So, okay, if you don't know who Jim Jeffries in, again, go to Spotify, go to Netflix, find something, he's there. Um, although I do strongly recommend the first stand-up you listen by um, Jim Jeffries is I Swear to God, because that is probably his masterpiece. I, his his other ones, like, his second one was okay, but they don't compare to that. That was... I feel like that was his life's work. He put it in an hour. It's flawless. It's it's it, if you haven't listened to that, you are missing out on a really good time. Go right like right now. Just just go to it. it it's such a good time. It like by yourself. I think I've seen it. I don't know, twelve times, probably twelve times. Yeah, like at least twelve times. Because and then because every time someone comes over, I'm like, yeah, hey, you haven't seen it. You haven't seen. It? What do you mean you haven't seen this? You know, I pull that dick move. What do, what do you mean? And then we watch it. So I'll tell you this story. Oh, look at that. The, the coaster I have my drink on is Coaster's Nikki made. And it's of me and Forrest Shaw. Or, I'm sorry, it's of me and Jim Jeffries. How perfect for what I'm talking about. So, yeah, let's go to that. So I get these tickets to Jim Jeffries. I don't even remember when I bought them. I bought them, like, months and months before he was coming here. And I got fifth row seats. Fifth row, and I think the, the tickets were... I think the tickets were 40 bucks. Yeah, I think they were 40. So, which is, no, they weren't fucking 40 because my total was 86 and plus I had to pay a um, $5 print at home fee. <laughs> can, can someone fucking explain that to me? So, the, the print at home fee was $5 and then I had to use my paper and my ink and they had to do nothing. I'll never understand the printed home fee. Never. That's why when I got my Bill Burr tickets, I requested the tickets because the actual... And I wanted to frame them, all right? But the actual tickets were... I think it was 8 bucks to get the actual tickets. And then to print was 5 I was like, well, fuck that. For three extra dollars, I want the legit tickets. And then I'm going to frame them. And the tickets look cool. You know, Fox Theater. Like, they look cool. So I got to frame those still, by the way. And I got to frame the picture of me and Bill Burr. Which, that'll go up soon. 
Um, anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. Wait, where was I? Oh, yeah. Fifth row. So I get I get these tickets for fifth row. Um, I bring my buddy Josh with me. And, like, I, I've been dying to see this guy. I'm, like, dying to see him. I'm like, oh, it's going to be fucking sweet. Oh, it's going to be fucking sweet. We go. We get in a fucking Uber to go downtown. We grab a few drinks um, before the show. Actually, we, all right, we go down the street that's, like, just bars. Right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left. It's just bars. We get on there. And I think we picked, like, the third bar to the left. And I'm telling you, there's, like, just a million. And everyone's, like, outside. Everyone has a patio outside. It's, like, a million people drinking on the street. So I, we picked, like, the third one on the left. And we go in there. And we have a few drinks before the show. Um, we had a good time in there. And then we're like, all right, well, shit, let's get going. They're open the door soon. Which it was, like, I don't know. I don't know. Half block walk. So we go to the show. Um, we get drinks there. Um... During the show, Josh actually got yelled at by Jim Jeffries because um, he was, like, taking a picture. And Jim Jeffries points at him and tells him to sit the fuck down. And, um, all, all in good fun, right? It was funny. I was like, dude, come on. Don't, don't make Jim Jeffries yell at us. You know? Like, <laughs> um, but, you know, I took a fucking couple pictures, too. So, um, so that was really cool. Uh, actually, four show opened first. Then he came out, obviously. And then um, the show ended. And the show was... It was good. It's uh, the show we actually we went and saw was the Freedom Tour, so that's on Netflix right now. So that's where we were. That was last year. It seems like longer than that. I guess it was last year. It was like a year and a half ago. But yeah. So um, that's the tour we were at. Then after the show, I'm like, well, you don't want to leave yet, right? We had a good time. Let's go drinking. So we make that half block walk to the street of bars. Um, and actually, we took the back. We took the back alley because I thought, like, maybe Jim Jeffries would leave out the back doors, um, which later come to find out they did. So if we would have stood there a little longer. But didn't matter because hold on. So we make that half-block walk. <clears throat> we go to the bar. We sit there. We just got our first beer. I take a sip of my first beer, and Josh is hitting me on the – or he taps me on the shoulder, um, which he was trying to talk to me, but he, like, hits me on the shoulder. I'm like, what's up? He goes, Jim Jeffries is behind you. I was like, man, shut the fuck up. Literally, I was just like, shut up. Like, I thought he was fucking with me, right? Like, we just left Jim Jeffries' show. You're going to fuck with me about this. And he goes, no, like, for real, he's, like, behind you. I turn around, and he's just staring at me. And I'm like, what? And I, out of fucking just reaction, I grab his coat, that beautiful brown leather coat of his that's on all of his DVDs. I grab it, and I'm like, holy shit, you're here. And all he says is, would you like a picture? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, I would definitely like a picture. So we take some pictures, and I thought that was going to be it. Then I'm like, let me, you know, after the picture, I was like, let me, let me get you a beer. He's like, okay. So I buy him a beer. And he goes, well, we need shots. I'm like, okay. And he's from Australia. I was like, okay. So he orders a round of shots, and they're like, do you have a tab? And he points at me, and he goes, put it on his tab. And I was like, oh, God. But at the time, I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm about to pay Jim Jeffries' tab. Like, that was cool to me. Like, yeah, see, this, I would have framed that tab. And, like, you want to know why that tab is so high? Because fucking that was Jim Jeffries' tab. So, they're drinking. Um, and then he walks, like, we're actually, we're sitting at the bar for quite a while. Like, me and him are just leaning against the bar, just bullshit and sipping our beer. He was, I don't even know what he was talking about. Like, he, I don't even remember. I can't remember. I, like, blacked out because he's talking to me. And I'm like, holy fuck. So we're drinking, and then he walks away to go outside where he has this group of, like, 30 fucking people out there. And actually, a lot of the people from the TV show are out there with him. And then I just look at Josh, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God, dude. He's like, dude, you should have seen your face. You look like a girl. I'm like, yeah, I bet I did. 
And then me and Josh are bullshit. And then Forrest Shaw walks in. The guy that opened for him. I was like, holy fuck, dude, Forrest. He's like, hey, what's up? I was like, dude, you were really fucking... You know, he's an, he was an up-and-comer at the time. He actually just filmed his special. So that'll be on Netflix soon. But he was an up-and-comer at the time. And I was like, dude, you were really fucking funny. I was like, really? You Everything you said was hilarious. And he was like, well, thank you. That means a lot. And I was like, you know what? Let's get a picture. He's like, all right. Um, so I get a picture with him, and I have that on a coaster, except on that one, it's autographed. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'll explain that in a minute. So, me, Forrest, he doesn't leave us ever. Like, ever. We're drinking back and forth. He's putting every beer he gets on his tab, and he keeps going to Josh for cigarettes. He's like, can I get another one? Can I get another one? He smoked our whole pack, I swear. Our whole fucking pack, he smoked it. And we were more than happy. He'd be like, yeah, here you go, here you go. And then he goes over to, like, the little circle of Jim Jeffries and all that, and they had, like, these bodyguards. And I'm thinking, you know, they're not going to let us in there. And Forrest Shaw's like, come on, come on. Like, what? He's like, yeah, come on. And we go out there, and we're just, I'm just standing in the in this inner circle, right? They're, they're all in a circle facing each other, and I'm in the circle. I'm like, holy shit. I, f- I felt like a fucking celebrity. And I'm just sitting there. And, you know, I didn't act like a little schoolgirl, right? I was really calm. I was like, yeah, I do this all the time. What up, homies, right? That's what I was doing. But... That wasn't the case. Like, inside, I was like, holy shit, this is happening. And then that chick from Legit, who he put in the suitcase, comes out. I meet her. And then I'm drinking with all of them. And then hours and hours and hours go by. And I go up to pay the tab. He's getting ready to leave. Jim Jeffries getting ready to leave. Everyone's starting to move, like, outside the bar. I'm like, oh, shit, let's go pay this tab. And I get the tab, and I cannot remember the total. I don't know if it was 186 or 200 I think it was 186 that number's sticking with me I think it was 186 dollars was my tab and I was like holy fuck Nikki's gonna kill me but once I tell her the story she'll be like all right I get it right and I'm not mad I'm like I don't even care so I'm like all right and I and you know I slam my card down and then Jim Jeffries walks up and he says will you fuck off throws my card away puts his card down and pays for fucking the entire night the entire night and I don't know that was really cool, obviously. It was cool that he paid my tab, which, come on, he has the money. But it was really cool that he knew... Like, I think I don't know if he was, like, trying to gauge me. Like, this fucker's really gonna let me put drinks on his tab all night, idiot, right? Like, maybe he was doing that, and then once I went to pay, he was like, dude, come on, I'm kidding. You know, I'm kidding. But it was a really cool experience. Um, so anyway, Forrest Shaw remembered me somehow um, and wrote me... A few weeks later, he wrote me on Instagram and when I posted the picture of us he commented on that but then I posted like my comedy wall which is all, all my pictures on my TV posters and like my autographed CDs and posters right I posted that on Instagram and I tagged everyone that I had on my wall in it and the very next morning I had a message from Forrest Shaw on Instagram that said hey dude like send me that picture and I'll autograph it I was like what he's like yeah he's like here's my address I was like, all right, me thinking like you're rich, which he's not yet, right? He's he's a fucking up and comer. I was like, well, what's your P.O. box? He's like, no, that's like my home address. I was like, oh, well, shit, I can come stalk you anytime I want. Don't worry, I won't do that. And he actually laughed and he said, no, no, dude, seriously, send it. So I sent it and he sends back this fucking autographed picture of us, which is on my wall right now. And I, I messaged him and I was like, dude, I got your picture. That's so fucking cool. I can't believe you would do that, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, what's cool is the fact that you want me on your fucking wall. That's cool. Respect. And that's the last thing he ever said to me. But it was really cool. So I've had really good experience with comedians. I really have. I just fucking love comedians. It was such a good night. 
Um, sorry, it's kind of a long story, and I really don't know if you cared, because if you're not into comedy, then you probably didn't care. But I don't care if you care, because it's my fucking show, so if you didn't care, then just, you know, you didn't care. All right, I'm sorry. Oh, that was a really cool night, though, guys. Um, <clears throat> alright, I guess, uh, I guess now that we're like, alright, let me, uh, sorry, I'm gonna ramble on a little bit here, not ramble on, I'm gonna kind of be quiet, I gotta go, I gotta, um, open up my Gmail here, see if I got any emails in there, one second, and yes, I got two, two, doubled my numbers, Doubled my numbers, and it ain't even been a week. Hee! As we say in the South, yee yee! I don't think they actually say that. I just kind of started doing that after hearing a country artist do it. Um. Alright, here we go with the Are We Sures. What do we got here? Alright, we got one from Eric here. Um, Eric says, Do you know who your listeners are? Are we sure? You have read emails from me and Tim, and you go to the sexy voice? Maybe you should go back to that bar, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, you're such a dick. Oh, all right, well. <laughs> um, listen, I have a lot more listeners than just you and Tim. I just don't know who they are. I know, like, I think I know, like, eight people that listen. The other ones, I, I have no idea who they are. So, um, screw you. There's got to be a woman in there somewhere, okay? That's not, That I'm not related to. <laughs> Although I am in the South, so yee, don't matter. All right. Thanks for the submission, Eric. Thank you. Um, we got another one from Heather. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Heather wrote a goddamn novel. Ah, fucking A. Am I going to read this? Yeah, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read this whole fucking thing. All right, here we go. Ah, hello, such a... I thought this was from Heather. Hello, such... Well, at the end it says thanks... Oh, she's being a bitch. I see what she's doing. <laughs> All right, so... Oh, what a bitch. So my mom used to call me such a... I say used to because I haven't been home in like a month. She still does call me such a. Um, I'm not going to tell you why she calls me such a. Because that's embarrassing. So it's just such a. It says hello. Alright, let's read it. Hello such a. I just wanted to tell you that I thoroughly enjoyed your poop story. Maybe it is because I have the mind of an 8 year old boy. I don't know, but I feel it was the funniest bit you have done. Is that the right word? Bit. Yes, that, that I guess. Bit, story, I don't know. I'm not a stand-up comedian, so I think bit. I guess it's a story. Um... Is that the right word? I laughed so hard I cried before, or I laughed so hard I cried before actually listening to the episode. I thought you were going to go into detail about your own bowel movements. I was like, wow, he is already out of material. <laughs> However, I was pleasantly surprised by the toilet seat story. We have all been there, and I think this is an issue that needs attention. I also have a fear of public restrooms, which is why Jeff and I have invented an app that rates restrooms on their cleanliness so that I never have to encounter this horrific situation. You just open the app, and it tells you where the cleanest ones in your area are. Or the cleanest one is in your area, sorry. We were also thinking that it could be a little like Waze. Like, you are in close proximity to a normally clean bathroom. But then a message pops up from a good Samaritan that says, Avoid this bathroom for the next 10 minutes. 
I had some bad Mexican food and it's not pretty in there. <laughs> or, this bathroom is currently out of toilet paper. That way you know to avoid it, you know? I'd like to hear your thoughts on this idea. Maybe it already exists. It's worth exploiting. I, um, I think that's an excellent idea. What could we call it? Um, we can go with, like, number two do. Like, number two do. Or... Or no potty break mistake. No, po not, that's not bad. No potty break mistake. Navigation. Or uh, oh my god, poop it back. Poop it back app. Like kind of like you know, loop it back, poop it back. Oh, that's not bad either. Or I don't know. Don't go to smell. You know, like don't go to hell. No, just go to hell. Go to smell. You don't want to go to smell. I don't know. Rate my poo. No, it's gotta be like a navigation. You're onto something there. I think. I think. I think that's a really good idea, especially with, for people that have. Because I don't have that issue all the time, but there's people out there that have a massive, massive issue with um, emergency poops. And I, th there you go. Here's your name of your app. Emergency poop. That's it. It's short and simple. But I would like to to get some feedback on this. I want some feedback on this. This could be a good app. We just need a name. And um, I do know some of my listeners are some sick fucks. So, guys, I'm asking you to send me what you recommend naming this app. An app for bathroom cleanliness, but with ways like don't go in there right now, wait a half hour. It's, it's a good idea. So what I want to do is get you guys' feedback um, of a clever name. Clever, it can't be too long, it can't be too sh It could be short, but that's not... You can't just call it poop, you know? It's got to be clever. So, I, all right, give me your feedback on what you what you would call that, any ideas you have for this app. Um, and if we make this app and become millionaires, we'll share um, 3% of the profits with you <laughs> for one year because after that, you know, go fuck yourself. Um, do you know where you could send those? You could send those to areweSurePodcast at gmail.com. AreweSurePodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to come up with a fucking jingle, so every time I have to do this, I can just have a little doop 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 while we should podcast at gmail.com. That's probably the jingle right there. I'm just going to snip that and use it every time. Uh, thank you, Heather. Thank you for the submission. Actually, hold on. There was other st stuff in there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go back. Let me go back to your fucking email here. No, open, huh? Um... Out of material. I don't have... Okay, first off, I don't have material. I sit down... I pour a drink and I just open my laptop and start talking. There's no, there's no material here. Okay. Um. Um. And it also says you've already invented the app. Have you not invented the app? I don't. Uh, if you invented the app, you already have a name for it. So you didn't invent the fucking app. Uh, you thought of an invent of inventing an app. Do you know how many things I've thought of? Oh God, guys, listen to this. Listen to this. I had this idea. For this thing that I thought I could sell to Pringles. And actually, I don't know if I should tell you because they don't do it yet. Or do they? I don't know. You know how Pringles has those long cylinder fucking things, right? And you eat the chips, you eat the chips. And then once it's below knuckle, you can't get them anymore. You have to tilt it upside down. And the fucking crumbs go everywhere. And then you have to clean up the carpet. But then you still have to eat, you know, you want to eat the crumbs. So I was thinking, what if it was like a push pop where you push the bottom and it raises the chips? And I had the name, the Push Pop Potato Chip Pringles Can. You know, Push Pop Potato Chip Pringles Can. 
Like, that could be a really good commercial. You know, mm, once you pop, you know you can't stop. Now with the new Push Pop Potato Chip Pringle Can. Come on. You're going to, come on. It's a genius fucking idea. Oh, I'm so mad that I didn't know this. I'm not going to tell you about my other one because I actually am going to try and patent it. I am. I am. I'm trying to patent this bitch. I've been Googling how to patent inventions, and this is a good one. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Once I patent it, I'll tell you guys, and then you can go out and buy it because it's really, really good. And and it doesn't exist. I Googled every. It does not exist. So, I mean, you know, this time next year, I might be loaded. So, um, I, I don't know if it's a loaded. I think estimated value of my idea, it's maybe maybe 50 bucks a unit. Nah, that's probably high. Let's say 40 bucks a unit. 40 bucks a unit sounds sounds legit. I'm sorry, guys. I got to leave you hanging, but I cannot tell you this idea because it's going to work. I'm, I'm going to bring this shit on Shark Tank. I've been thinking of inventions since I was like three years old and I haven't made a damn one of them. <laughs> I have another one that's worth probably hundreds of thousands. The problem is it takes quite the engineering. Um, it's doable, but it takes the engineering. So, we, you know, if I run into a really good engineer, maybe I'll bring it up in like, you know, simple conversation. But other than that, I ain't going to bring it up. Anyway, anyway, uh, again, Heather, thank you for the submission. And do you know where she submitted that to, everybody? She submitted that to, are we sure, podcast at gmail.com. So get to it, guys. Give me your feedback on the on the bathroom app. I like that. I think that's good. I think that's a good app. I think we should go with that. All right, well, I guess that's it for my are we sure, which are we sure? <laughs> so now what I want to get into, guys is a story the thing is i have to be very careful with this story so i have to edit out names occupations and vehicles don't worry you could still make sense of the story it's just again there's listeners on here in their um it won't tell me who they are so obviously i who knows who's listening so i got to be careful with this one not like prison careful okay just i got to be careful for other aspects of my life all right, so I guess I'll take this. I guess I'll take this all the way to like how then. All right, um, I'm gonna change a few things, but the story is completely true. I'm gonna change a few things, just not that it's not true. It's just I'm gonna. It's little. You won't even know. Okay, this is a completely true story. I get off work, and a buddy calls me up. Okay, that's one of the things I'm changing. Nobody called me. He was already there. But let's say it was a buddy that called me. Okay? I'm just protecting myself here. Buddy calls me up. He says, hey, let's grab a drink after work. And I said, okay. And then let's say he picked me up. Again, he was already there, but we're going to say he picked me up. All right, so we leave. Um, we go to a local bar that we've been to a few times. Um, it's kind of by my work. And we're there for a little bit, quite a while. We have a few drinks. And then we shoot over to this other bar. Um, and actually, we were at that first bar for quite a while. Then we shoot over to this other bar that's down the road, you know, a couple blocks. And we sit there for quite a while. Now, while sitting at this bar for quite a while, I had to pee. And, and this is one of those bars where it's not easy to leave because in Georgia, you can still smoke in bars that allow you to smoke. And this was one of those bars that allowed you to smoke. So you're sitting in there. You're drinking, you're smoking, you're drinking, you're smoking. Oh, I ran out of a drink. Oh, here's a drink. Ah, oh, shit, I ran out of cigarettes. We sell those too. Like, they have it all. You don't need to leave. There's no reason to leave. So, you're in there just smoking and drinking. So, that's what we were doing. Well, after a while, I had to pee. So, I go pee. 
and I go up to my buddy and I say hey man let's leave this joint and he's like alright you know I gotta go to the bathroom so just go ahead and wait for me by the truck I'll go to the bathroom meet you out there I said alright cool so I go out by the truck he actually left it unlocked so I get in and I see him kind of wobble his ass outside and he gets in the truck and we leave and I say alright where are we headed he goes anywhere but here because I just walked out on that tab <laughs> what he's like yep fuck him i'm never gonna well never gonna come to this bar again Whew, save myself again so um yeah uh so we leave and he didn't he didn't he didn't pay that tab um then he starts driving like i don't know 90 down this road and we had to go two blocks, so like 90, and then like we were there, and we go back to the first bar that we were regular that we were originally at. We sit there. I think we ordered like maybe two more drinks apiece. Yeah, like maybe two more drinks apiece. And I look over at my buddy, and he says, or I look at him, and I said, "Dude, I think I've had enough." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, me too." Uh, let's go let's go to a hotel because you know we're not close to my home and none of us should be driving so we're like yeah no big deal it's across the street all right let's have one more and then go to the hotel right I mean it's across the street like you could see it from the bar like you could it's right there so we order another drink we drink that drink um, we leave I paid that tab because I didn't trust him to um, we go to the hotel and then the hotel says... Oh, actually, that's not the even hotel we went to. This asshole drives down the road a little bit to a different hotel. Um, one that he's stayed at before. And they are out of rooms. He comes out, they go, they're out. We go to another one. He comes out, they're out. We drive to another one. Guys, we're... There's no way in hell any of us should be driving, let alone him. We're driving from hotel to hotel to hotel in this town. I think we hit eight hotels finally get one he comes out and he goes they got one i was like all right and we we he he, he books the room <laughs> all right listen up he books the room and this is a hotel i've never stayed at ever we're driving around and we come up to like a dead end with a ditch like a like a pretty steep ditch and I'm like, oh shit, you're gonna have to turn around. He goes, nah, fuck that. Because at the bottom of this ditch, it like V's up, and then it's another parking lot. So he just goes, I got this. <laughs> and he fucking goes over the curb, down the ditch, back up into this other parking lot. That's not the parking lot of the hotel at all. But he drives around to the back of the hotel where we were supposed to go but the other way because there was no way to get there the way we went obviously without going off road and then we pull up like in front of the ditch like the okay like the bottom all right so we pull up like in front of where we should be what parking lot we should be in but it's at the top of the ditch now because we went to the bottom of this lot this one's at the top 
And guys, this is a pretty steep incline. And I'm like, well, let's just park down here and then we'll just walk up. And again, he goes, no, fuck that. And he goes over. Well, he gets almost all the way up. I thought he was going to do it with ease. He gets all the way up. As soon as his front tires hit the ground, like on the top portion, we're not going anywhere. Real-wheel drive, not four-wheel drive. We're going nowhere. He's fucking reversing, forwarding, reversing, forwarding. He's just teeter-tottering on this concrete curb. Just teeter-tottering. The truck's going nowhere. I'm like, dude, you've got to be fucking kidding me. So I'm like, all right, it, we're both hammered. We're both fucking hammered. I'm like, all right, well, let me get out and push. <laughs> like, that's going to fucking do anything. So I get out, try to push, that does nothing. But instead, I see, like, kind of where his tires need to hit. So I'm like, hey, all right, hold on, back it up a little bit. And when he backed it up a little bit, you could see where his back tires finally hit the ground again. So I'm like, all right, back up a little bit more. So he backs up a little bit more. I'm like, gun it. Guns it, almost gets over it. Almost. But he fucking teeter-totters back down. I'm like, all right, one more time. He does it one more time. He fucking clears it. No problem. Here's the deal. Soon as he clears it, you hear... (laughs) The entire... Not the muffler. The entire exhaust is now dragging underneath his truck. (laughs) Oh my god, did I say his name again? No, I didn't. So, his entire exhaust is dragging on the ground. There's like... I'm out of the truck, obviously, because I was giving him guidance, and he pulls up to the parking spot, and all you see is, like, sparks underneath. Like, he's just dragging the exhaust. I get out, and I'm like, hey, man. Or he gets out, and I'm like, hey, man, something happened. (laughs) He goes, ah, it's just the exhaust. Fuck it, we'll get it in the morning. (laughs) We walk in the back edge of our hotel, somehow find our room. And the reason I say somehow... The reason I say somehow is because the next fucking morning, we wake up and I'm confused as shit. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, where am I? Like, I'm just confused. And then I go, oh yeah, 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 that's right. Got fucked up. We're in a hotel. And so we we get ready and shit, and then we leave. And um, as soon as we leave our room, like we leave our door. We're like, which way do we go? So we just like go left, and it's like it's a weird hotel, guys. It's not like your standard, you know. There's one way to go every time. Like, it's weird. It's like a huge skyscraper. Yeah, it's like 18 floors or some shit. But, like, the first three floors aren't the hotel. It's like a business. and It's it's a really weird setup. So we come up to, like, the land. We find the elevators. Like, all right, well, let's take that to the fucking lower level. So we hit that. We get off. And, no, that's not the right one. Because there's, like, that's not how you get out. So we go down to the lower, lower level. And then check out and then go around the back but the whole time i'm like dude how did we find our way to our room last night because we can't even find our way out sober and he was like dude i have no idea i have no idea how we found our room but we did um luckily i have um a guy at work sean who's um my badass mechanic and he understood the situation (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I let him know what happened and he's like man damn it man I'll weld that bitch back up so he does he puts it on the lift he welds that thing back up for my buddy um, and as far as I can see he didn't charge me for it so yeah, that's that's good so no one needs to know that happened <laughs> besides you guys <laughs> I'll tell you at the time it was not funny. Like it, it, 
at the time I was like, like driving hotel to hotel, him doing 90, and then him dragging exhaust. It was like, dude, at what point do you do like just stop, man? Like we've got to go to sleep at this point. But all is well that ends well, and it's an awesome story. I we had a ton of laughs out of it. So you know, whatever. It was fun. So that yeah, that that was I was gonna share that story with you guys last time, but I just didn't have time to do it. And it was so. I can't even explain how fucking hilarious it was. You had to be in the truck with us. Just when he's like, fuck it. Just like, just, just as fuck it. <laughs> I, I got this. <laughs> and then the teeter-totter on the top. Like, are you fucking kidding me, man? Well, the cops are going to come. <laughs> like, we're not even going to be here. We're going to go up to our hotel to find this teeter-tottering truck on this concrete fucking curb. Oh, man. It was so much fun, though. It was a really good time. Ah, shit. Ah, anyway, guys. Oh, you know what? I didn't even... I didn't even bring that up. That just reminded me of uh, something I want to talk about. It's not really that long of a story, but today... I'm driving home. And there's like this guy in the right lane with his left turn signal on. And he just, he just like wouldn't get over it. Cars were like... And it, he like wouldn't get over, or he couldn't, I guess. And every car that would then pass him on his left, he would swerve within inches of him. You'd give him like the fuck you move, you know? I've done it, but he'd give him like the fuck you move. And then they'd keep driving it. Every car, like, because he had his left turn signal on for like 10 miles. Another car would pass him, fuck you. Another car, fuck you. He just kept swerving into him. So I finally come up to this guy, and I'm like, hey, come on, buddy. And I'm doing the whole wave through the window thing. I'm like, oh, come on, come on. And he's not going. So I'm like flashing my lights. And nothing. Honk my horn. Nothing. I'm like clearly letting him in. I'm giving him the hands, the horn, the fucking flash. So I'm like, all right, well, fuck you, you know? So I go. Get next to him. Swerves within inches of me. Look to my right. And he's giving me the finger. He's giving me the fucking finger. I'm like, are you, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Are you fucking kidding me? I gave you 20 fucking minutes to get in. It's not my fault you don't know how to. The only other thing I can do for you. The only other fucking thing I could possibly do for you besides guiding you in is getting in your truck and merging it for you, bro. Like, are you sure? Are we sure? Are we sure you just don't, like, you just don't know how to fucking drive, dude? Get, I'm, guys, I'm not kidding you. I gave this guy, like, five fucking car lengths and then nothing. So I got a little closer. I'm like, well, maybe he just can't see me. I get closer. I got my arm out the fucking window. I'm like, dude, get the fuck over. What do you do? And he, he does it. And then I fucking just say... You know, all right, maybe he just, like, I'm thinking, maybe he just left his left turn signal on, doesn't fucking know it. No, 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 no. As soon as I get next to him, he does that fuck you swerve. And I'm like, dude, don't fuck with me. I just got this truck back. Flicks me off, and you know, I'm a generous person, so I fucking give him one back. I was like, fuck you, dude. And I took off. But like, dude, oh, people like that. This is a beat it up piece of shit truck, and this fucking guy looked like a fucking loser. He, you know, he looked like he should be a member of fucking Duck Dynasty in his fucking camel fucking baseball hat. Oh, that guy made me angry. That was the only guy on the road that made me angry today, though. Well, not the only guy. There was a guy in front of me earlier. The only reason he made me angry is because he was doing 30 under the speed limit. But besides that, he, he was fine. I just went around him. No big deal. Go right, go around, go. It's just he's doing 30 in the left lane. Like, 30 under the speed limit in the left lane. It's like, eh, all right. You think you're being safe, but really it's kind of dangerous. You should really speed it up. But he didn't really piss me off. I just kind of went around him. But that fucking Duck Dynasty wannabe dude, man, he he got me boiling. Like, dude, I gave him every signal. Like, I couldn't have waited any longer. I was like, no, there's people behind me. Like, dude, you go or I'm going. So that's just a matter of he just doesn't know how to drive. 
but seriously, man, are we sure? Like, you just get off the fucking road, man. Oh, man, that guy did get me angry. Um, the cool thing was, I was on my way home, and I was worried. Um, in the, oh, yeah. I was worried that um, I wasn't going to make it to the vet to get Simba's pills on time. And I wasn't going to make it. Um, and first off, I wasn't going to make it to get his pills. So I call the vet, and I'm like, hey, I know you close in like four minutes. Is there any way? Like, I am on my way to you right now. I'm maybe 10, 15 minutes tops away from you. Can you please just wait till I get there? And they go, are you bringing an animal? I was like, no, no, I just got to pick up medication for my dog. And uh, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll be here cleaning anyway. They're like, even if the door's locked, just knock. Someone will be here. She's like, we're, we're not out of here till like 645. I was like, oh, sweet. She's like, so just knock on the, on the door. Well, I get there. I finally get there. I park. I, and the door's unlocked. I open it. And she's like, last name for the medication? I was like, lucky guess. She goes, no, not really. You're the only one that's going to come in after we close. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right, yeah. So I give her the last name, and then she gives me Simba's medication. And uh, I was like, I just didn't think I was going to make it. And she's like, yeah, that's not medication you want to be without. That's a serious one. I was like, yeah, I, I know. And uh, the reason I know is because since we haven't had his medication, he's had three seizures. Um, he had one the very next day. Like, the very next day we didn't have his medication, he had one. And then uh, last night, Simba had, like, the worst I've ever seen. Um, he's had a lot of really bad ones, but this one was the worst I've ever seen. Um, I've, I've, I've actually gotten, like, really good at knowing what to do with his seizures because all he really needs is to not fall over and hit his head on the wall and shit. So I've gotten really good at... Like, I know when he's going to have one before it happens. He gives me, like, this... Like, I just know. I, I don't know how to explain it. He looks at me, hangs his tongue out, and just kind of sits down. And, like, just him doing that, because he doesn't ever do that, I know it's like, oh, shit, he's about to have a seizure. So it gives me time to kind of rush to him and just be like, all right, lay down, lay down, lay down. Because you want to get him... You want to get your dog to lay down before the seizure. Because if they have the seizure before they lay down, they're going to, like... I mean, it's weird, but they're going to... They're gonna, like lean to wherever, whatever direction they can, they're gonna fall, hit their head on the wall, whatever. They're gonna. So I've learned to like get someone to lay down first. That way he has a seizure laying down, and I can just kind of hold his head. So I just kind of hold his head. I let him fucking do his thing, and then his legs twitch. It's it's seriously, it's the worst thing you'll ever. If you haven't seen it, it's awful. You don't want to see it. It's it's awful. It's heartbreaking. It's. I had a buddy over once, and uh, he got to witness one. And this is a guy who's, you know, very laughable. It, uh, Jonathan. Y'all know Jonathan. He's been on here before. The hillbilly. Very lovable guy. Very happy all the time. And he saw it. And I look up at him and his face was just... It went from all smiles to just dead serious. And he was... After someone was done with a seizure, he was like, that's one of the worst things I've ever seen. I was like, isn't it? He's like, that's awful. I was like, yeah, I know. Because you, you think they're dying. They're like convulsing. He's like convulsing. And like, it's, it's just fucking awful. But... I go to let him out last night. And usually, guys, usually his seizures... His seizures are usually, like... Start to end 10, 15 minutes. And I mean the pre-seizure, because that's kind of weird. He kind of lays down. Um, pants a lot, and you know it's about to start. And then the actual seizure. And then after the seizure, he does this thing where he... Um, after he's done, like, tightening up... Like... Uh, I don't know how to explain it. Every muscle in his face, his body, his um, 
his arms k like kind of his front paws kind of turn in and he just tenses every muscle in his body tenses up including his face like his jaw is locked tight his eyes are like locked tight i mean if you touch him it's just pure like he's flexing every muscle in his body it, it, and then shaking and it's it's oh it's it's just fucking awful but after he's done like that like doing that and he loosens up again and i can get him to open his mouth again and he'll start panting he does this thing for like five minutes where he pants really, really fast, and it's just constant drool. Um, sometimes there's blood in it, sometimes there's not. When there's blood in it, it's because he bit his tongue, obviously, while he was seizing. But he just constantly drools all over himself, all over whatever. Well, last night I go to let him out. He barked at nothing, as usual, like a leaf blew, and he barked at it. And he runs to the front door, and he barked once. It was one bark, and I was in the bedroom. And I heard one bark and him stop, and I got up and booked to the front door, because I knew that was weird. When I booked to the front door, he's sitting down, staring at me, panting. I'm like, yep, you're about to have a fucking seizure. So I pull him out, and I lay him down, and he does, like, a quick, it was a pretty quick, it was a, the first, the, the, it was pretty mild. It was pretty mild. He did, like, a, he didn't even do, like, the face muscle tension thing. He just kind of did the pause, and the body shook. His face was okay for most of it. And then I calm him down, and maybe for 15 minutes he's doing his panting, drooling thing. And then he finally stands back up wobbly. Like, picture a drunk guy at the bar, and that's how he walks after a seizure. That's exactly how he walks. So I got him some water, set it down. I was like, drink some water, because he drooled a shit ton, you know? So I'm like, Get, you know, drink some water. He drank some water. I'm like, all right, well, let's, let's go lay in the bed, buddy. Because usually after his seizures, he's very um, he's very tired. Like he, he used to have them, like, in the mornings. And he, if he, let's say he had it at like 10 a.m., he would sleep until like 4. You know, he's out. It, it just, it, it makes him exhausted. I don't know why, but whatever, it does. So I'm like, well, let's just go to bed, buddy. And if this is like 8 o'clock at this point. So we go and lay down. I get him, I'm like, come up on the bed. It took a while to get him to come on the bed because he just didn't, I don't think he thought he could jump, which actually he didn't even jump on the bed. He kind of put his front paws up there and kind of scooted up, which is not like him. He usually just jumps. So he finally gets up there. I lay down. He lays right next to me. He puts his right paw over my chest and he fucking puts his head on my right shoulder and just all good, right? And he's, he's still panting pretty heavy, but with his mouth closed. So he's just, you know, he's just breathing real heavy. I'm like, all right, buddy. You know, I'm just petting him. Like, you know, you're all right. You're all right. Thinking that's the end of it. Well, about 20 minutes later, he's still panting real heavy. About 20 minutes later, his paw that's on my chest fucking just grips my ribs hard as shit and I'm like what the hell I look at him his face is tight as hell I was like you're about to have another one so sure as shit I put his paw flat because I don't just knowing what he's done with his seizures I want his paws flat because he does these weird turns that he can't I guess he can't control so I didn't want his paw like on my chest and then when he turns you know break his leg or something you know so I, I took his paw off my chest set it right in front of him and then I just you know again I just kind of held his head but it's so hard to hold his head because he does that that fate that face. I don't know how to explain it. Every muscle in his face is just tight, mouth shut, eyes wide, just you know, and just you know, pulsating. Just so he does that again. So he has two seizures within. What well, really, really, it was one continuous seizure. So he had the pre seizure that started at about seven, and at about eight, his post seizure was done with his drool. At about eight fifteen, his pre seizure started again. And then by 8.30, he's seizing again. The thing was, his post-seizure on this one lasted about 40 fucking minutes of him just panting and drooling 
Guys, he's drooling all over me. Like, I'm soaked. Also, I feel the warmth of his piss under my right leg. So I know he peed in our bed. Um, he doesn't usually pee when he sees us, but he has twice now. So I guess they're getting worse. Um, yeah, I guess they're getting worse. But So like, I'm, I'm holding him and letting him like lay on me, and he's drooling all over like my body, like all over my chest. I'm not wearing a shirt, so I'm soaking wet with his drool. And now I have his piss. My legs are just soaking in his piss, and there's nothing I can do. I can't get up. He needs me there. Like, I can't just leave him. So I'm just holding him. I'm like, it's all right, buddy. Once this is over, I'll clean it up. Once this is over, I'll clean it up. And then, I don't know, like 8.45, 9 o'clock, whatever time Nikki rolled in is pretty much when he snapped out of it. it. jumped up, and then he was vocal again. He was able to bark again but and stand again. Like, he knows when he can stand or not. He'll lay down until he can stand again. Um, so anyway, a two-hour seizure, that's kind of a problem. It's kind of a big deal. And... um. I talked to the vet today, and she's like, um, him missing one pill um, is dangerous. He can't miss any pills. Because if he misses a pill, that next seizure could be his last seizure. So that's what they told me. So we need to make sure he never misses a pill again, because that seizure was... I thought that was the end of him. And he's only four, guys. Well, he'll be five in two months, so so he's only five. Um, and he's a big boy. And he's a big fucking baby. But I felt really bad for him last night. Not to make this podcast go deep or anything. I'm just saying. The cool thing was, I told Honey Creek I was coming. I needed those fucking pills. And I, you know what? I don't think they would have stayed open. But I gave him my last name. Or I gave him my dog's name. I said they're for him. And the prescription was already ready. And I think they were like, oh shit. These are serious pills. He, he needs these. I think that's why they stayed open. They were like, nah, we can't not give him these pills. So I think that's why they were like, no, just come in. I got there, and that's when she's like, these are serious pills. You, you can't go without these. I'm like, yeah, I, I know. Thank you. I, I, I witnessed two hours of why last night. <laughs> so, anyway, really, really cool of of um, of the vet. Really, really cool of the vet for staying open. Let me get my pills. Um, they could have closed, then we could have been fucked. Because there's no time. They're only open from 8 to 6, Monday through Friday. Oh, no, they're open Saturdays, too, till like, noon or some shit. But still, like, that gives me just Saturday. So, Monday through Friday, I can't get them. I can't get them. I'm not home till 7. Nikki works nights. We can't get his pills if we're out, unless it's a Saturday. You know, so you need, like, the perfect scenario. His pills need to run out every Saturday. Otherwise, we're fucked. So, I guess what I need to do is just start buying, like, even when I see he has, like, 30 left, just on a Saturday, just go get some, I guess. But here's the deal, guys. Those pills were 90 bucks last month. All right, 90 bucks. And this month they were only 75. And actually the, the vet there told me the prices are um, are continuously dropping every week. So hopefully those pills get to like 50 because 90 was insane. And 75 is still insane. It's like all the And that's just his meds for that, you know? He's got his flea meds, his tick meds, uh, his heartworm meds, which, God damn it, he needs a heartworm test by the 12th. They're, it's expired. And they won't give me any more heartworm medication until I get them to test. So now we got to pay for the fucking test. So now you're talking about, I don't know, a $300 fucking vet visit for the heartworm test. Then to get his heartworm pill. Then to get his flea pill. Then to get his tick pill. His fucking seizure pills. His fucking epilepsy pills. And that's one dog. I got two. <laughs> oh, man. It's fucking expensive. It's not that expensive to have a dog if he's healthy. As soon as that dog has issues, 
there goes your money. Like, seriously expensive. So, but the thing is, if his pills cost, honestly, if his pills cost me 200 a month, I would, I would, I don't know, I'd get a second job on the weekends. I'd pay for those pills. That, that's, that's my dude. Um, that's my boy. So we're going to keep him healthy. All right, give him a full life. Um, I guess that's it. I, um, I got to be up early. I believe my flight boards at 6.45, which means I'd like to get to the airport by 5, which isn't a big deal, because I get to work by fucking 5.15, 5.30, and the airport's half as far as my work, so, and in a really good direction, it's south, not north. So I gotta be there, because again, like I told you guys, I'm flying home, I'm flying home to help my sister move, um, I'm not sure how long that's gonna take. I'm thinking I can get that shit done in like an hour. <laughs> All right, not an hour, but you know, I don't think it's going to take that long. Especially my sister is actually really good for not moving shit, but she's really good for packing shit. Uh, when I moved to Georgia, we get to the house and Nikki told me it was practically empty and it was not even close to empty. And uh, Heather went to town boxing shit. Like by the time, by the time all of uh, we had all the big shit in the truck, she had the entire place packed. So she's really good at that. So I don't think. It's going to take that long. Downfall is it's two, me, well, it's three at me, Eric, Jeff. That's it. That's it for the guys, I think. I think that's it. And my mom and my sister. Which isn't a good, you need four guys. You need four guys and two women. You need two women packing boxes. And you need four guys moving big shit. So, I don't know. I don't think they really have that much big shit their couches beds ain't shit beds are never shit dressers suck um we'll see how it goes i think we'll be all right you know i think we'll be all right and then we'll get some lunch or some dinner so hopefully it's um an okay experience hopefully it's not too much of a shit show and too much drama because i don't know if you guys know my sister (laughs) oh she's gonna be bossing everybody around saturday anyway guys that's it i will have another one out um, I'll have another episode out. Do, 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 do. I'm thinking Thursday again, guys, because my. Oh no, nope, 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 nope. Not even gonna work. It's gonna have to be sooner. See, that's another reason I didn't want to wait. That's right. My dad comes Wednesday night, so Thursday I'll be busy. So, I guess um. Guys, I guess I might release this shit Wednesday night. So we'll see you Wednesday night. Again, guys, if you'd like to write me, give me your input on that toilet app. I really do think it's a good idea. Um, are we sure podcast at gmail.com? Are we sure podcast at gmail.com? Are we sure at podbean.com? iTunes, fucking podcast apps, fucking whatever. Find me, um, share me. Um, thanks, guys. We'll see you next time on episode 11, guys. We'll be on episode 11. Again, guys, thanks for listening. Um, And I guess we'll talk Wednesday, guys. Thanks. Peace out. Love you. Bye.